so wish I'd been recording that. <laughs> that. That would have been my text message thingy from you. Wow. We're back. The accidental farmer. Casey and Nico from Sunnyside Up Farm. Beautiful central Maine. That's our honey. It's been a long weekend. I know you appreciate that. You've had a rough weekend. I, I get that. I always have a rough weekend. I have a rough week. I have the worst job in the world. Today was a pretty rough... Well, today wasn't rough. So For who? So I was informed on was it Friday that our, <coughs> our raised bed pallet garden thingy was being scrapped. No, because I can't find pallets. I just don't care anymore. So I was told to fire up the rototiller. <laughs> so today we rototiller... <coughs> You're right there. You need a minute. No, it's a super pneumonia still. It's just not going away. If I was a horse, it would kill me. Drama. So dramatic. Oh my god! Any more fireball? Go to the doctors. I don't do doctors. I'm lying. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. So anyway, I fire up the rototiller this morning. This is the sound of fireball. Continue. We're doing shots on the podcast, apparently. You have a whole mule cup full of fireball right now. I just happen to be six shots ahead of you. Continue. So, anyway, <laughs> fire up the rototiller. Managed to not sink it in the garden, because it's starting to dry. Sicily. If you hear Sicily growling, we don't know what's setting her off, other than the cat that she's lived with her entire life. For whatever reason, the cat is bugging her tonight so anyway get all the the existing garden tilled didn't bury the the rototiller in mud which was amazing and then asked you how much wider you wanted it because you said you wanted it wider so i doubled it so now more seedlings okay well here's the, here's the issue because my life is so out of control um, I have like 30 plants to go out there right now. And normally by this time of the year, I've got four or 500. Uh, well, you had a jungle in the greenhouses for a while. I did. I did. Well, I, I planted I, the potatoes or the tomatoes. Out. Wow. Okay. I'm going to lay up my fireball shot. I had too many tomatoes planted and they got really, really big. Like they were taller than me, which isn't saying much, but they did. So I figured I'm going to get them outside because they were either going to die in the greenhouse or they were going to die outside. And they died outside. So they died outside. outside. <laughs> yeah. No, my humidity wasn't correct in the greenhouse. It was for everything else, but not the tomatoes. Fun little tidbit. You have cucumbers growing in the I greenhouse. Do. Like I do. Not just the plants, the actual cucumber. Yes. Yeah. And you know what the great thing is, is I can never grow cucumbers outside. But I'm growing them in a greenhouse in the house. Found the solution. You're just going to grow them in the living room. I know. I need to see these greenhouses down. At least for now. China hasn't bombed us yet, so I think I'm okay for at least one season. We'll see. You have to be <laughs> determined. Yeah. So the garden is open. Um, I went over the new part three times today, picking rocks. Speaking of rocks... Found a big rock in the old part of the garden. Sicily, get over here. That I ended up 
uncovering, it was probably two feet across at the, the narrowest part. And thankfully, whatever it was for rock was awful soft. I was able to break it up with a pickaxe because it was pr probably a two or three hundred pound rock. I had to take it out in pieces. But now I won't hit it with rototiller anymore. So that's, that's nice. That's exciting. Yeah, that, that was pretty exciting. I was busy in the house MFing my life at that point, so I, I wouldn't experience that. <laughs> it's probably a good thing because I was saying some not so nice things. It took me an hour to break that rock up. But you have your garden, and it's twice as wide now. I'm very excited about that. And I'm going to go out there and start planting, even though I really... Well, no, I'm going to lay the, the weed stuff. Wow. We're trying the weed guard this year. Yes, that stuff. Because, and as, hey, as we've mentioned before, last year the weeds were just horrible. Yeah. So we've got lots of weed guard. Sicily, it's getting annoying. I'm going to try that, see how that goes. We have a quail egg starting to pip. At this point, it's the only thing that has made it to hatching since green bean. Yeah, we're not doing so good this year. Something's going on with the incubator or the eggs. I don't know what. Last year, we hatched up a storm. This year, we're lucky to get anything to hatch. So, hoping the quail makes it through that process. It just started. Um, we went over to North 44 Farmstead last night. That was fabulous. Went I to visit Pumpkin Matt, and uh, we got some extra eggs for sweet potato. She has gone broody. And sweet potatoes are turkey. Yes, for those that don't follow along. But uh, Punk said that she had a bunch of extra turkey eggs that were fertile if we wanted to slip some more under sweet potato, because at this point, I think, I think Punk has kind of had it hatching turkeys this year oh my gosh so she hatched some yesterday that i got to see when i helped her outside well i didn't help her but i went outside with her and they were the sweetest most precious babies and just i fell in love and i wanted to bring them all home so is it she's hatched four or five clutches so far and she's got Four or five more hens. She's that got are, quite a few broody ones. Yeah. They're so the, they're going to be swimming in turkeys, but they are. They're gorgeous turkeys. Oh, they're they're all they're bourbon reds. So um, if you need Thanksgiving turkeys, please contact North Forty Four because they're quality. Yep, yeah, they're uh, they're certified organic. Mm -hmm. They're all okay. raised and bred and raised right there. They also have amazing. Well, we got peppers last year because I wanted to make salsa and I didn't. I ended up using most of what we grew, and we needed what a dozen peppers last yeah, year. Something like so that. So we reached out to them, and that's how we all started talking. And yeah, and they, they everything were fabulous, fabulous peppers. Everything they grow over there is organic. A lot of it is all. Um, you need to stop that. Relax. It's all organic. Like I said, the the birds, uh, the turkeys, anywhere heritage breed. Um, a lot of the, the vegetables, I believe, are was it heirloom. So it's the, the non-GMO. Well, because GMO non, and GMO sucks. It's non-GMO, non-hybrid. So it's well, all like seed seeds. Well, because you can't So we, the, the peppers we got, they were bell peppers, yeah. but they were like purple. We and, had purple, green. Yeah, all kinds of fun colors. Yeah. And they grow pretty much everything over there. And I saved my seeds from what we got from her because I never 
well, I try, I shouldn't say never, but I try to grow from our seeds to keep them, keep the cycle going, but, I don't know. So, they've had a bit of a rough go over this spring. They, so, Punk has her, her own YouTube channel, and we kind of follow along with that, and she's had a bit of a rough go over this spring, but at this point, I think pretty much everybody has. We all Just, have. It's been so wet and miserable, and... And government regulations have gotten so completely out of control. I mean, you need a license for everything. You need certification for everything. This dog's going to drive us nuts. It's so, just everything is out of control. Everything is government regulated. That's why none of us can make a dime. We we were helping her move seedlings in last night because it was going to get cold. And one of the things they do is start seedlings for greenhouses. And they have to have a permit to start seedlings to sell the greenhouses so greenhouses can sell them. Yeah, it's like, how is, like what I said to you earlier, how did we survive 100 years ago without all of these government regulations and all of these fees? It's, just fine. It's just like my coffee shop that I'm starting. It's like I need a surf safe to pour coffee. Really? Yeah. Like I get to pay 100 and it's close to 200 actually. To pour a cup of coffee. It's ridiculous. I'm so done. But, I mean, we're not going to get political on this one. We need to start a new, another podcast. Because I have this temptation to get political all the time, and I just bite my tongue. Yeah. Well, I mean, some things need to be political. Other things Angry are. redhead. That's what we're going to call it. I'll produce it. I'll the produce it. Off redhead. We'll just turn the microphone on and <laughs> let you rant. Let me go. <laughs> so turn turn her on, turn it up, and let her go. Oh man, it's got to be too much. It's like you know how did uh, how did our relatives? We're both of Native American descent. It's like how did our relatives possibly survive without government regulations? I'm willing to bet, just fine. Yeah, probably better than we are right now. Yeah. Sorry, guys, this is a fireball. It just brings out the best in me. On top of my once-a-year fried KFC disappointment. She was cold, so instead of turning the furnace on, she just started doing shots. I'm freezing. It's like, it was like 60 degrees today. It's what, May, June? Where, where is it? May? Middle of May. Okay, it's, we're in the middle of May. As as we're recording this, it is Mother's Day. It's May 14th. Oh, so happy right. Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. I'm a mother. You are a mother. And I said happy Mother's Day to you today. My wonderful, actually I have two girls. And one of them sent me this beautiful um, truffle chocolate set. I like truffle chocolate sets. You can just stay with me, chocolate. <laughs> no, I had one today and they're phenomenal. Um, we all did Harry and David's this year, which I wasn't familiar with, but when I was at the gym. And I saw an advertisement, and I was like, oh, we're going to do that. And my daughter was on the same page. And my mother sent us this amazing – it's our first sign. It says sunny side up. Um, Why have I not seen this yet? You have. In the – Are you sure? Yeah, I'm going to show it to you now because I'm a walking microphone. Well, you can walk that. and talk, so. I can't. And then she sent me this beautiful sage set, which I'm very excited about because I'm – all Maybe I did see this. Sign. You did see this, and I'm so excited about I, it. I vaguely recall seeing a it's sign. It's amazing. Now. No, it's our first look. Oh, that's right. It's okay. our first sign that says "Sunny Side Up." You're right. I did see that sign. Yes. 
So. And that's that's it. Thank you very much. That's a great sign. It's Mom. a great thank sign. You. It's our first sign for our farm. That's that's a great sign. And then um, my youngest daughter took me. She asked me where we wants to, wanted to go for lunch, and I said KFC because restaurants for stars are going to be super busy. And since she was paying, and she this child works like eighty hours a week, and I didn't want her spending money on me, I was like KFC because it's. I mean, who doesn't love KFC, right? Well, the I don't love potatoes and the biscuits. Yeah, well, you know what? As of today, I don't love KFC anymore because I got the two piece chicken meal. They were literally within two pieces of chicken. I got four bites of chicken. That's then, not a lot of chicken. They were horrible, horrible bites. The mashed potatoes absolutely blew. I was so disappointed, and I'm not a complainer, so I didn't go up and say anything. Get off your phone. We're podcasting. I am multitasking. No, get off your phone. I am That's multitasking. Rude. This guy never gets off his phone, ever. He's pooping and he's on his phone texting me. How do you know? <laughs> because you're in the bathroom and you're like sending me text messages. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever texted you from the bathroom. <laughs> you have texted me from the bathroom. But anyways. no. So Sidebar. <laughs> the KFC was so disappointing today and I, I should have complained because my daughter spent like $10 on this meal. And it's... And I look forward to it because I don't eat fried food and I don't eat out at fast food restaurants except for like once or twice a year. It was like the last time I went to McDonald's, which was forever ago, and I ordered Egg McMuffin. And I'm on the highway and I'm so excited about this stupid Egg McMuffin and I go to bite into it and there's no ham. I'm like, screw you, McDonald's. <laughs> Let's tell everybody where you were right before you went to McDonald's. I was at the gym. <laughs> Okay, listen. I mean, granted, she's at the gym. She's she's a gym rat. And to get home from the gym, she has to drive right by a McDonald's. Okay. In my defense, I only go like once or twice a year, like I said. But you burn the most calories after your workout because your body is still really pumping all that good stuff. And yeah, so what a perfect time to tank up a McDonald's. <laughs> It was one egg McMuffin. Let's not go overboard. <laughs> but no, I was so I was I was so disappointed today, and I didn't want to make a stink about it. And then I went up to the register to get your meal on the way out, and um, I had to go up two times because the first time I was completely ignored, even though like the twelve employees all saw me standing there, they all ignored me. Now, mind you, I'm really short, and people have no respect for people who are tiny. At all. I respect you. You're afraid of me. <laughs> she has a point, folks. She has a point. But no, people see a tiny adult and it's actually... Okay, so I've got all kinds of... I've got stupid degrees. I've, I've got, what, four or five degrees? I, I, I lost count. I I'm, don't count. I got like four or five degrees and I've got five certifications. And there is a massive psychological study on... The respect of short people and shorter adults will get far less respect and attention versus a normal sized adult being four foot nine people are like oh yeah she's a people McNugget, basically <laughs> well aren't you by definition like a i've got hyperchondroplasia which is proportional dwarfism so you're a dwarf by okay, definition listen, i am 
By definition. Okay, by definition, but your personality is not no. A, I'm not like dwarf. seven feet tall. Yeah. Like the definition of seven feet tall and bulletproof. Yeah. No. Continue on. So. <laughs> Enough <laughs> about me and my personality disorder. <laughs> so she gets home. I have my KFC. Go back to to tilling more in the garden. Glad yours was good. She go- It was delicious. Thank you. <laughs> She goes and plops down in the driveway with her seed trays and her packages of seed and potting soil and starts planting stuff to go into the greenhouses now that I've got the garden open. That was after my half-hour meditation on the couch trying to calm myself down. Okay, we'll call it meditation. <laughs> Sitting there with smoke pouring out of your ears. Uh, well. No, that was... Okay, go ahead. So, I come walking over at one point. And she looks up and looks over at one of the roosters who's running away. And Maggie, the our buff Orpington, <laughs> grabbed a bunch of your seeds while you're trying she, to plant them. She, we thought Maggie was a girl. That's why her name was Maggie. Which is now short for Magnus, the yes. rooster. Yes. I call I call him Maggie Magoo. But, um, yeah, he was eating my pumpkin seeds. So we're going to be like four or five plant short this year but that's okay i mean pumpkin seeds are good for chickens it's anything for maggie supposed though. to be a natural dewormer i think so yeah no pumpkin seeds are very good for chickens but yeah. i mean he's my boy he can pretty much do anything he wants oh yeah that rooster could get away with murder and yeah, you wouldn't I, care i love him so much yeah no he's 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 a good boy he follows around the yard and helps him mm-hmm. helps me with chores in the morning if i let him out first thing and then at night he's usually the last one to go in because he's so busy following me around the yeah. yard no, there's times where he'll peck at my legs if I don't pick him up and carry him around, which is really difficult when you're trying to do farm chores, and you've got like a five gallon bucket of water in one hand and you've got feed in the other hand, <laughs> and then a rooster that wants to be carried. Yeah, and he wants to be carried around, so he's constantly at my feet. But it's okay because he's just so sweet and until he bites, he he hasn't spurred anybody oh, he got yet, me the but other day. he <laughs> bites hard. Look, right underneath my ring. He oh got wow. Me. Yeah, he got me the other day. So the the new technique is to to grab him really fast and push him down to the ground and then pick him up. Because if you push him down to the ground, he can't get his neck far enough around to bite. Well, see, <laughs> I scold him. That's my thing is I'll tell him, like, Maggie doesn't bite mommy. And he'll just kind of look at me. It's like he – I don't know what the brain capacity of a chicken is because I only know in humans because – oh, that's one of my degrees is psychology. <laughs> So I don't know the the mentality of a chicken. However, he he responds to that that Maggie doesn't bite mommy, and well, apparently Maggie has no problem biting daddy because well, he bites hard. You don't have that connection. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I need to work on my connection with the rooster. Yes. Okay. I'll I'll work on it. <laughs> Maybe we'll go for a ride or something. Maybe I, I you don't should know. take let, him with Let him you. hang his head out the window no, like a dog. No, people do that. People do that. And I was going to do that with Sam, and then he died. Because everything I love dies. We I still love Maggie. Which means he will probably die. Because everything, like those goats, I was so attached to those goats. Like, they were my heart and soul. And Sam. We had a chicken named Sam. We got He was a silky, and we got him from... Where was she out of? 
Over Farmington Way. SS Silkies. Yeah. He was a very... She described him as a gentle boy. And he was. And we we had him in the house for a little while because he got picked on. So when we got him, his name was Dodo. Yeah, we don't do Dodo. We named him Sam after <laughs> Sam Malone from Cheers because we're diehard Cheers fans. Which, <laughs> looking back, Dodo was fairly appropriate for him. Yeah. It was kind of mean, though. Yeah. So I don't know if you all remember. I, I can't remember. It was like one of the Looney Tunes ones. Um, the baby vulture who would fly around and go, da-doom, 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 da-doom. And that was just Sam's personality, but he was a sweetheart. He was and a he would boy. walk in circles. He, he was a very anxious rooster. He would shake his head and then spin circles when yeah. he got too anxious. I'm going to have to go on Facebook and post a picture so people can see see Sam. He used to hang out with um with the cricket, our Pomeranian. Yeah. And he would actually nap with him and So one of our first TikToks was of Sam getting a blowout. <laughs> he had a bath and you were in there yep. just hair dryer in hand and he was just yep. shaking his head around. He looked like Fabio on a book cover, you know, oh. swinging the his locks around. He the, was gorgeous. He would give hugs and he would give gentle kisses on the nose and he just, oh, I loved him so much. He was a good boy. And then just out of nowhere he got sick and we did everything. We kept him in the house for a month trying to nurse him back to health. And And just a lot of heartache with chickens. It seems like the one that, at least for me, like flower and the other ones that I get super, super attached to. Mango, right when she started to come around, she ended up dying. The problem with birds is they're prey animals, so they hide their illness up until they can't. And once you start to see their illness... Oh, it's like me. (laughs) Yes, dear. (laughs) Once you you recognize there's something wrong, it's usually too late. Mm So anytime we end up with a sick bird, we nurse and nurse and nurse, and and they're just too far gone at that point. We are like a small pharmacy here. It's ridiculous. We have everything to cure anything. (laughs) So when it comes to chickens now, at this point, we have done far more procedures than I was ever comfortable with. Well, we you did an eye thing tonight, which is really disgusting, so we, but necessary. Yeah, we've got a chicken in the house right now. He's got a swelled up eye. A couple of different things. It could be just a respiratory thing. Um, there's a thing called infectious, infectious coryza, coryza, something like that, which is contagious to the other chickens. Um, so as soon as I noticed it, we brought him inside. He's been completely segregated from everybody. And there's this, like, when chickens have infections, it's not, like, normal pus. It's, like, these hard little kernels is what they're called. And I squeezed one out of his eye tonight. It was just nasty. And it's painful, but until you get it out, it doesn't relieve the pressure. And I don't know if his eye is still good in there. I couldn't tell. But it's very rad. Get that out of there and put some antibiotic ointment in. 
So hopefully that starts to help. From what I've read, as soon as the condition goes away, he's no longer contagious. So hopefully we, I'm pretty sure it's a rooster. Hopefully we can get him back outside. That makes me nervous though, because I don't want to, because he would go back into the grow up. He pen, would go which, back into the grow up. Which pen. has got what, 60 plus roosters in it, or 60 plus chickens and in it. As we're it is. 45 ish, 50. Um, but still, yeah, I mean, that makes me if nervous it's, if it's something that's contagious, I don't want to go and dump him back in there. So, but calling him is a little premature. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's best for any of them. Yeah, no, it, it's hard, and because it, like I said, a lot of them by the time we see they're sick, they're too sick. But we'll still try and nurse them back. Um, there have been several that I've called. I mean, it just it was blatantly obvious they were suffering. Um, there We've are some. We saved a few. Yeah, we have saved a few. Um, only for them to up and disappear. <laughs> but I wanted to ask you, where was the other moody broody when she went back outside? Where did you put her? I was thinking about her today. Well, she was out in the barn with everybody else. In the barn with the roosters. Oh no, the, the moody. And she's out in the grove then. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know why I was just thinking about that. So I'm like, okay, she was sick and then she got better. So yeah, no. Where did you put it, her? So we had oh, a... there's Spike running across the yard right now. <laughs> we had a, a pair of uh, of bantam hens, sisters. They're beautiful. That we tried to let them hatch out chicks and they hatched a couple. And then they ate them. Killed one, scalped the other one. Which was horrible because that that one was still alive. I had to call the chick. It was like three hours old, and they'd completely scalped it. So they got fired and thrown back outside. Yeah. But one of them up and disappeared one day. I'm pretty sure our neighborhood hog grabbed her. Which you won't let me shoot. Which is extremely, extremely illegal. Like I know federally. I know, and I wouldn't do it. State because, law. I wouldn't do it because of that. However, I mean, I would come visit you in federal prison. <laughs> no, it's just so sad when you see them flying over the house and they have something in their beak they shouldn't have, and it's just sad. Well, usually it's mice, and they can eat yeah. all the mice they want. I don't and care about six that. cats for that. And they're savages. Yeah, five of which aren't our cats, but they're but they're savages. You walk out of the house in the morning in the summer, yeah. and it's a killing field. I mean, you have to step over and around carcasses. Yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah, well, we never have a mouse problem. Ever. We do not. Have Except a mouse for problem. the one that got into the house and got into my um my oils. And you put the oil on top of the cabinet that morning, and you're like, uh... So I was looking for something in the the cabinets <laughs> under the sink, and I noticed that the cap of some frou-frou body oil thingy, It wasn't foo-foo. It was vanilla lavender. It's soothing. It's pretty frou-frou. It's foo-foo, not frou-frou. Whatever. That's some more fireball. <laughs> but the cap had been chewed off, which was odd in itself. So I pull it out to have a look, and there is a mouse floating around in there. <laughs> a very, very dead, well-preserved mouse. He was not going to have dry skin. No, he was pretty moisturized. <laughs> that mouse my, was my, very well moisturized. My skin that night was not moisturized. Yeah, no. I wasn't too happy about that. So between the cats and the, the ferrets that run wild and are supposed to be excellent hunters, there was somehow a mouse still in the house that... 
Yeah. It, it needed some extra moisturization and yeah, it, well, they, it got it. They need to stay out of my oils because I pride myself in my oils. I need it for my psychological well-being. If, she, <laughs> if she's well moisturized, she feels better. It's all about the scent and the... Okay, never mind. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. He, go he ahead. doesn't believe in my zen. <laughs> well, if your zen is well moisturized and your skin It's not about moisturization. It's about bringing yourself down to a different... Okay, so I need to share this with people because this is really, really important. See, I'm pagan, and it's very important to me to... Praise the earth and what it gives you. When... But I saw a quote on Facebook the other day that really brought me to reality. And it said, in a dark world, be the light. And that's really important. You need to focus on making other people happy. Because even though you may not want to hear their story, you need to hear their story because it may change their day. Oh, I'm doing the hand motions as I do that. But no, it's just, it meant something. To, I can't remember. I'm too much booze in me to remember where I was going with that. But it's just important to be the light. And I know you don't believe in any of that because that goes against what you you do. And I don't want to put that on anybody. But I just feel like it's important to be somebody's light. And make this world a better place. Because this world sucks. And we need to be better. <laughs> You're not saying a word. I'm not, not sure what that has to do with body oil, but okay. No, it's the scent. And it's it's where it brings you. You know, it brings you to a place of peace and joy. and It makes you harmonious. Stop looking at me like that. You're an idiot. I'm just going to drink my coffee. <laughs> huh. I got nothing. You got nothing? I got nothing. You always got something. I got nothing. No, just this world sucks. And I just really feel like we just need a place. Where we're all... Very well moisturized. No, it has nothing to do with freaking moisturization. If you want to do that, go to Sunny Days. What do you have another? He created my webpage because I don't do online stuff. What is it? What is my Facebook site? Sunny Days Handcrafted Soap. Yeah, go to there. If you want to be well moisturized and smell great and then feel my positive vibes, let's talk about my soap. My voice is giving out on me already. <coughs> it's only about a month. What's a month? Like this pneumonia crap that I'm dealing with. Well, if you go to the doctors. I don't do doctors because they're liars. Okay. And they're only out for themselves, not for the well-being of me. Okay, so I created something that I've never, ever done before. Oh, I didn't create anything. I just did what somebody told me to do. I've never made a triple milled soap before. And it's a very, very difficult process. It's basically you make it, then you harden it, 
then you scrape it down, then you melt it again, then you do it again. So it's a triple milled process. And the soap actually looks kind of ugly, and I'll be honest with you, it's not something as aesthetically pleasing. I wish we had video because she's talking with her hands, <laughs> and it looks like she's kung fu fighting over <laughs> here when she's talking about this soap. Oh my god. So apparently this was like some sort of jujitsu battle. No, it's amazing. So I'm not gonna okay. So I just told you the process. So you keep breaking it down, breaking it down. And it kind of looks like I don't know, it's ugly. It's just not aesthetically pleasing. But it's called triple milled soap. Because it's milled three times. Correct. Hence the triple. Correct. And now what a lot of people do is they do it's called rebatching with um cold process soap, which turns it into hot batching. And it's basically when you have just too much soap left over and it's just garbage, just like the ends that nobody wants. And you can sell them at a craft fair for like a buck an end. But you can also repurpose it. So I had two batches of soap that when I put the fragrance in, it for some reason rose to the top. And I'm not sure if it's because I made a, a triple shea butter soap, but it rose and it shouldn't rise, but it did. So I reboiled it down and did the whole thing. But I'm really excited to try this soap. So this is my first time trying this, people. So if it goes really good, I can't wait to get this on the market. Because it's not something that people sell a lot. It looks like a dessert almost. Yeah, well, what I did is what I... It was originally a blueberry cheesecake and a creamy raspberry were the two scents that I did for these. And it was in a shea butter. But when I realized that it wasn't what I wanted to sell because it wasn't superior quality, and I did the triple mill process. Which, again, if you could see this involved karate chops. <laughs> Shut up. Um, but I rolled it in oatmeal. So now not only is it now a triple mill process, but now I actually added an exfoliation to it. You added a scratchy to it. I added a scratchy to it. That's right. Because we, ha we have to get away from the government bullshit standards of it weighs 6.2 ounces. So it's triple milled scratchy soap. Triple milled scratchy oatmeal soap with a blueberry cheesecake scent. It, it smells amazing. It really I does. I can't wait for it to cure so we can try it. Yes. Four weeks. I mean, we could try it now, but nobody wants that kind of burn. Well, I actually have read a lot of people that have tried it after like three or four days. I'll wait. I'll wait, yeah, too. Yeah. I'll wait. No. Because I'm sorry, cold process soap is made with lye, and I have been burnt. So <laughs> you had to run out to the store for me the other day because I cut all the fingertips off my gloves. Now, was that. Because you were triple milling and got too close no, to the it's grater? Because, no, it's because I had ordered some organic shea butter and I was I couldn't get it I couldn't get the top off with my gloves on and I didn't want to take my gloves off because oh, there was true. lye surrounding me. We had a packaging accident. It exactly. So I was like, okay, well I can no problem, just you know, use scissors and not harm anything. And then I'll just throw the scissors in the sink and we're fine. Again, we have samurai sword motions here <laughs> in the studio. Yes. 
And I ended up cutting all the fingertips off my gloves and no, there was no fireball involved. And I cut all the fingertips off one side of my gloves. I mean, at least it was just the gloves and not your actual fingers. Yeah. And then I switched over. I like to put blonde highlights in my hair. I switched over to my hair dyeing gloves, which was working great because I wasn't getting burnt. And then somehow I must have burnt the tip off of one of those, and then I burnt my thumb with lye. So that's when you ran off to Dollar General to get me new gloves. Yeah. Okay, enough about me. Let's talk about something about the show. Besides the fact that you should really buy my soap because it's fabulous. And finance the farm. Mm. It all comes back to the yeah, farm. Well, this is going towards my coffee cube. Yes. More on that later. More on that later. So we're 37 minutes in. It's getting dark. But I'm having fun because I got too much. <laughs> <laughs> I never talk this much. I don't talk this much in a week. This is true. Maybe we should liquor you up for every episode. <laughs> that could be fun. But looking out the window, it does look like the birds are headed for home. Not the ducks, though. Well, the ducks are a whole different story. We'll just yell at them. They'll go home. But we've got cranberry oat roaming around today. because Sweet potato is broody, so she's just chilling on her nest. So he's been out strutting around all day. Do people know who cranberry is? He's our royal palm palm. Well, I know who he is. I think we've talked about him before. I know we've talked about him before. I took some really good pictures of them today that are on the Facebook page. Sunnyside Up Farm. Sunnyside Up Farm. Maine. Maine. Yeah. That's where we live. That is where we live. Central Maine. So there are pictures of cranberry there starting around today. I've got one mid-gobble. Mm-hmm. You have a duck smiling. I do have a duck smiling. Yeah. Posted those this morning, I think, so those are up there as well. Yesterday was a really good day to... To take pictures, nice and sunny and good light. Today's freezing. It was a little chilly today with the wind. Yeah. It cooled off last night too. It did. But I'm gonna turn night. the heat on, but you don't like when I turn the heat on. It's because I die. I sweat to death. I'm a little person. I freeze to death. You still have an electric blanket on the I bed. I do. I will have that electric blanket on until like July. I do. Which is foolish. But I ache, and I've got very serious medical issues, so it keeps me warm and relaxed. And and I die nightly. It's, or we have a double-sided electric blanket, so I don't want to hear your... Well, people. that heat migrates. No, you, you that's you projecting your own heat. <laughs> my heat stays on my side. Okay. You can kick your blankets off. I need my heat to calm my medical woes. <laughs> Ridiculousness. Happy life, happy life. Oh, wait. It's happy wife, happy life. Yeah. yeah. No, that's kind of one-sided. I don't like that. I like you to be happy, too. Which I appreciate. As long as it's in my terms. <laughs> Just kidding. And on that note, folks... <laughs> I love him so much. We need to go put birds in. (laughs) 
And she does have a new order of lies, so if you don't hear from me again. Oh, stop it. You're going to actually, you're going to, something awful is going to happen to you. People are going to be like, oh my God, check out the podcast. And the state police are going to show up and say she had some kind of motive. Oh my goodness, no. I love him. He's my heart and soul. I'm smiling right now for those that can't see it, which is everybody because we're not on video. (laughs) So that's kind of a roundup of this week. Hopefully we'll start getting some stuff in the ground. Did we actually not really do that much this week? Did we suck that bad this week? Well, we're kind of, I mean, no, we were busy this week. What did we do? All the things. I don't remember this podcast ever. Okay. (laughs) I feel like we didn't do that much this week. It's a good thing we cut her off early. (laughs) No, I feel like we didn't really accomplish much this week. Which is very unusual. Well, we've kept most of the birds alive for now. So. Well, I mean, that's a score. But... Huh. I mean, we can't be rock stars every week. No, we're always rock stars. Because we're us. We're Casey and Anthony. <laughs> and we're well moisturized. <laughs> More so than the mouse. He has rubbed my feet all, all week this week because I've had a really tough week. No. Best husband ever. I try. You're pretty great. So I guess we'll call it an evening. Casey and Nico, the accidental farmer, live from Sunnyside Up Farm, beautiful central Maine. I can't wait to listen to this one back tomorrow. It's over. <laughs> I'm going to be it myself. Oh, boy. We're going to go put some chickens to bed and some ducks. We're, we're going to have to go chase ducks, so... I hope everybody has a great day. We'll see you next time, guys. Night. (laughs) Bye.